do they do such a bad job picking names that are at all memorable or that they even say more than one time ever maybe like i don't know that they ever said his name loudly they said it like two times on the bridge they can't be bothered to tell you who the character's name is how are you supposed to be they told they told us, but I'm just Did trying they? to... F- because none of neither of us can remember, and we watched every single episode. To know a character's name, I have to go to a wiki. Your show is bad. It's your fault, not mine. Zara. Zara. So memorable. How could you have forgotten? What a name. Yeah. My dog's here for episode 30 of Subspace Transmissions. I should turn that echo effect that we had an impossible time turning off back on. Oh, yeah, that won't be a problem. That won't be be a disaster immediately. Won't won't cause everything to spontaneously catch on fire. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll see how this goes now that everything broke. I don't know why... I ever bother changing anything with my computer. I mean, that's really the issue, right? Like the reason why people can get things to work the same way over and over is they do literally nothing else in between. Yeah. Well, even then sometimes windows thinks, Oh, well I should just change how this works or a game will update. Like I have all my settings set in, uh, we play Warzone a good amount. Um, and so, you know, I have things set the way I want so that every time I get in there, my reticle moves the same. My character moves the same. You know, it's mm-hmm. part of the practice, right? Getting used to your settings. Uh, but every update, they seem to like reset one little setting somewhere. And then you have to go find it because halfway through a game, you'll be like, "Oh, this doesn't work. Why doesn't this button work?" Oh, because they reset it to a different thing. I'm like, oh, come on, come on. Well, that's enough complaining about that. We can talk more about Star Trek instead. (laughs) I was going to say, let's be positive. This was okay. Mm, Yeah. Okay. There's some stuff I didn't, uh, didn't hate. It was really weak, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, So I guess, you know, spoilers. We're going to talk about the final two episodes of season three of Discovery. Yep. Um, The episodes, there is a tide and that hope is you part two. Finally, That Hope Is You Part 2 shows up, huh? Yeah. I don't like the idea of bookending a season with that. I think that's dumb. That episode had nothing to do with the first episode. It's because the the other guy whose name I can't remember showed up again. For two seconds. For two seconds. He's like, oh, I'm here. And you're like, how are you here? You were so far away that apparently we couldn't get to you before, but now we can. So great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I don't. There's a lot of it. I just, I kept, I stopped. I stopped taking notes in the middle of the second episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. My notes are really bad all throughout just because, because they're well two things i mean 
there's not a lot of notes to take when all people are doing is running around shooting and punching each other. Yeah. So or I don't have to write or not doing those. anything actually with most of the cast. Yep. Uh, or, or you know, or dying of loss of air in a hallway for for half an thirty minutes. Literally in the script, it says, "Yeah, like thirty minutes," and you're like, "Oh, great." Great. I appreciate that you used a real amount of time, but I also don't appreciate what this means, where we're going to yeah. wait 30 minutes before they do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... Okay. Look, let's talk about episode 12. Let's just start with it. Don't yep. start... If you're confident, if you're confident in your storytelling, you shouldn't have to do a previously on that reminds you of characters... From the mm-hmm. same season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this one opens with reintroducing us to... <laughs> it sounds like I know his name because we spent 20 minutes looking for it before the podcast. But Zara, the bad guy played by Jake Weber, who I have remember watching in U571 and mm-hmm. Amistad and... Mm, what's the other movie I remember him in? Dawn of the Dead, I think. He's not an unknown actor. I've seen some of those. He was in... Oh, and the other thing that I remember a lot uh, was uh, he was in Hell on Wheels for like 20 episodes or something like that. Playing... I didn't didn't see that, so... Yeah, he played like an army officer in that... uh, And a politician, I think. So he was in that one for a while. So not an unknown actor. So mm-hmm. people that recognize actors uh, know when you're tricking them. And in episode two of this show, you were like, oh, this guy's going to die on the ice. And I said, well, why would you hire him then? And I said, uh, who cares? They do stupid things on this show all the time. Oh, come on. This is <laughs> this is no, the no, downfall no. It, of filmmaking, right? It, it was It was obvious they were doing a thing, right? I mean, it's it's obvious to anybody with a pulse that they were doing a thing, and you didn't ha- even need to know the actor, right? Like, right when they don't show somebody the, or the clearly state death. that they're dead off dead off screen, you know, this show loves CGI so much that if he had died to the ice, they would have shown it because they would have wanted to CGI it. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that, but you're totally right. Jeez. Oh man. Man, that's a big bummer because, like, yeah, you're you're totally right. They would have wanted to show like a gruesome CGI ice death. Yeah, where you got all stuck in the ice or whatever. Yeah, so they could do a cool CGI. Instead, dead body. we got instead we got him showing back up with a dead hand. Ooh, that they couldn't fix with science. Cause because Osira trusts him so much and keeps him as her right hand man, but didn't fix his hand before. In the months between episodes, that's the, yeah, that's like maybe the only believable thing about him being there is that she didn't help him fix his hand. Oh, you think so? Because she's just yeah. like that. Oh, that's your punishment. Yeah, this is to keep you. Just so you remember, you know. Yeah, that's the kind of thing she would do. The problem yeah. is uh, that he's there at all, and she didn't just leave him on the ice to die. That's the part she would have done. All right. Well. Let's actually Whatever. get into the episode, I guess. Um, okay. I mean, 
so it opens up and everybody and their mother can tell this is subterfuge as her ship fires on the discovery, which they took over at the end of the uh, slate of decent episodes that we watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osiris on the bridge. And the first thing we talk about is very conspicuously. We can't delete this weird earth movie from that one star trek short that tells us that it's the sphere data and the basically ai that is developed on the ship and osiris like ah whatever no big deal yeah yes okay so we have established in the past and we have re-established that the sphere data will not allow itself to be deleted right okay very clear point i want to make here the sphere data Cannot be deleted. Mm -hmm. Okay, remember that for later. Okay. I I think I know what you're going to say, and they already have an out, so don't don't worry. (laughs) Uh, The bigger thing is, let's talk about our dumb plan to crash our ship into the back of Discovery. I hate the Courier Network thing. What is this about? I don't... I don't like it. I don't like this thing that they've created. First of all, we've got Warp. Then... Mm -hmm. We've got trans warp, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a spore drive through the mycelial network created by this show. Mm-hmm. And now we've created the courier network, which is also basically subwarp. Or I thought it was warp, trans warp. Warp in subspace. Is it is it using trans warp? Is that what's happening? I thought that that was... <sighs> I didn't. So to be fair, I have no idea because I didn't go back and like yeah. relearn anything about this. But I thought when they first introduced it, they said like, "Oh they yeah, everyone mentioned. used to use transwarp all the time," and then it got really dangerous. So now only the couriers use it, and it's the courier yeah. Network. Is that okay? That's, That's the what deal. I thought. Is that okay? You're probably right. I was trying to remember. Um, so somehow they get into transwarp, but they can't catch up to the other ship before they have to crash into the back of it. Yes. Wonderful. Thankfully, his ship is magical and can do anything needed with its plot armor ability to make shapes. I really can make itself into a crash shape so that it can crash. Well, I really I I went from loving the fact that it was a gigantic flat space ship that looked so nondescript. I mean, I was okay with the the look of the ship initially, right? It's like, oh, like it's like a weird flat ship. Okay, that's like an interesting and look And then for a two ship. episodes ago, we find out it can just do whatever it wants. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, then we meet Aurelio in the Spore oh, Cube. Uh, yeah, he's um he's Osiris like genius scientist kind of guy who's similar job is to, to Stamets torture, to torture Stamets and get the or well I guess he doesn't tell him to torture him but his job is to make the spore drive work, right? Yeah. So I want to take a pause here and say uh see if you knew who this was. This guy? The guy in the wheelchair, yeah. He looked extremely familiar. Yep. <laughs> um no, I didn't recognize the actor. And this I is this credit. is one of those things that we should acknowledge because Star Trek is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Ken Mitchell, and he played General Cole and a couple other Klingons from Discovery. Oh, you mean like in the earlier? Yeah, seasons? in the first season of Discovery, he played a couple people. Oh. Uh, General Cole 
got written quickly out of the show because Ken Kenneth uh what did I say his name was? I had it Mitchell. Up. Mitchell has ALS. Oh, okay. So this actually is him. Yeah. So this is him, sans makeup and everything else, after um, kind of stabilizing. I mean, ALS is progressively worse disease. Right. It's, it's, it's a degenerative uh, it's disease. Degenerative, yes. And so yeah, you don't get better. Really. You don't get better, but you at least once uh, they know people have it, they can kind of stabilize their degeneration a little bit. And mm-hmm. so when, once he was feeling back up to it, they they wrote this role just for him. Oh, okay, that, to get see, back onto this- the show. This is good, and that and actually, I will say what what's the character's name again? Again, the be- show being bad about naming the characters. Um, I had to go back and re-listen to it three times. Aurelio, Aurelio. I actually like some of the stuff that Aurelio brings to this episode and the next one. Yes, very bright spot for me of a character that. Yeah, I mean they developed. Well, and, look, they they looked at it and they developed there, right? it. Yeah, yes, they because gave him a backstory. There. They gave him a motivation. They gave him everything that all and of some characters. He also miss. makes the other the villain character Osira more interesting because she now has stuff to do and be, and she has to act a certain way in front of him. Right. It's it's a better show because of this character. I this like, this character should have been in this from season. From the minute oh my the gosh. season started, it would have been so much better. You would have if if she, if she had always had this like if she had always had this if or uh, Osiris thing is that she has to be nice to, while this guy's around. Yeah, right? it That's would have been way thing. fun to watch all season because then it breaks yeah. down in the last episode. And you, if you had watched that all season, you'd be like, oh, he's she's finally gonna crack. And that or like do the thing where they introduce him with her at the beginning and how she's yep. so nice and benef- yep. and beneficent and you know doing all this science work and then they go visit the slave colony yeah and, you know they, yeah. then they come back and he's there and he's like oh, what my do you goodness. mean she's such a nice person and they're like slaves yo and he's like she wouldn't do that and uh-huh. then like the guy's like uh, I was there <laughs> yeah then yeah that would have well wow what a good show <laughs> wow uh, what a instead. good show we just wrote in three minutes yeah I know. Um, yeah, I, but you know, it, it's hard to know. Like, how did all this stuff come together? Was this guy? Yeah, he might not have been available. First of all, it, we don't we right, don't know like, if he was. Yeah, available exactly. Or not. Um, yeah, because like, it takes months to shoot all this stuff, right? So it does, and and I don't, you know, with ALS, um, there's a really good documentary out there about Steve Gleason. I want to shout it out. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. I'll look it up right now. But there's a really good documentary out there about Steve Gleason, who used to play for the Saints. Um, Mm -hmm. and he is living with ALS right now. Uh, and he created a charity about it. It's just called Gleason. That's why I couldn't remember the name of it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, it's on Amazon prime and everyone should literally, everyone should watch it. Uh, it gives you a really deep window into how hard it is just to mentally cope with it. So I would not be surprised, you know, it could take, it oh, would yeah. take a it, lot it, out of somebody to film a whole season of a show with ALS. I would, I would imagine it almost probably too much. Sure. Yeah. I can't imagine that it's easy just dealing with the change. Yeah. You know, from, you know, from being a, you know, whatever your life was before to having to live with this degenerative disease. I'm sure it's not easy already. And yeah. then having to deal with like, 
by the way, shooting starts at six, please be on the set. And like, you yeah, know, yeah. all this other stuff. And everyone, you know, and, and when you're on a set, everyone depends on everyone to do their job. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, by the and way, if, like, are, are you having an issue today, you know, medically yeah. or whatever? Like now everyone's job day is ruined because you can't shoot. Right. Right. And of course, you know, I'm, it sounds like this uh, is more of a family in, in that sense. And I think they would work around it. Um, I'm not saying that, but like it, then you feel you bad can't for do that. Right. Else down, right. You right? feel bad. Yeah. And obviously you can't do that for a whole season of a show. So I yeah, wonder so. how much I think he'll end up being a Reno Reno style character where we don't see him every episode. Right. If Maybe he's yeah. in the next if he's in the next season at all. Yeah. It, because like you know, there's they the have chance to, we don't ever, we don't ever see him again, right? That uh, yeah, based I mean, on how they, this ends up, maybe we don't, right? It's likely that you know they would have to quickly remove him. I like hmm. that he's there. I'm glad they did it. I enjoyed him. I like thousand percent believe that they spent the time to develop a character that deserves as much airtime as they can give it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Okay, uh, let's get back on so, track. Um, yeah, so the admiral's you, not too dumb. No, I mean he opened the thing in a panic because he had to make a decision, but mm-hmm. immediately upon seeing what was happening, he's like, "Ah, nah, so Osiris on that ship." <laughs> he's like, "He's like, everyone get armed, arm the torpedoes." Yeah, so uh, he ain't no dummy. And uh, later on in the negotiation, too, he's the twist at the end of the negotiation was pretty good. Uh, I thought it was uh, good. Yeah. It was good because it was the, like, proof that she's serious, right? Yeah. And obviously, yeah, it it was... Uh, I thought that it was clear she was serious up to the point where she faced any consequences, right? Like, if if the Admiral had just signed off on everything at the end, I could have believed that maybe she would have gone through with it. Yeah. But I would have been pretty pissed at the Admiral for not coming back and asking, like, hey, you've done a lot of bad stuff here. Why don't we uh why don't we do some some justice over here and yeah. uh Wo- woman up, like, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, face the music here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah. but that's she's later. obviously unwilling to that. Yeah. That's later. Yeah. That's later. Uh look, we called you- it we called it episode one, man. We called it episode one transport jammer oh yeah yeah oh yeah. look at all these little personal transporters everyone's got that won't possibly be a problem later we'll have to create some sort of tech why to get rid even of, invent them just to don't get rid have of them. the tech it solves problems by not having them it creates problems by having them yep. don't have them yep we are in the future jj we have to have future technology even though we can't fix people's hands just do the thing that they've done in a hundred other sci-fi things and just have doors that go places and just like an open door. And it just on the other side of the door is a place and you can just yeah. go through it. I it love be it. A little portal looking door. So you don't have to deal with like filming two sides of a scene or whatever. I love it. And there you go. I love it's that they had to and make they just a have plot doors set up all over the way, all over the place and they run through the doors. There they you go. literally had it. to make plot moments in this episode to be like, Oh no, the transport's down. We can't do the transporting. Oh, we can't transport there. It's like, I hate this. I hate every second of this. It was so silly. The whole thing. Oh man. 
Okay. I uh, did I did like the part where they were uh tapping to distract the guards. Oh, that was pretty good. And and, and at the end he's like, What were you telling him? He's like, keep tapping. <laughs> I enjoyed that little moment. Yeah, Book not knowing Morse code was pretty funny. Uh because he's not human, right? So he's nah, yeah, like why would Quajon, you so he wouldn't know what Morse code is. And so <laughs> I like that there was no plan other than to annoy them until they figured out that they, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like they think they're telling you it's like okay on six yeah. or like you know do the this move or whatever. Nope, it's just like just keep tapping to piss off. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Michael gets stabbed after uh, escaping with the thing that hides her from the sensors and mm-hmm. crawls around for the whole episode doing fighting yep. while crawling around. Uh, I I the wrote brid- in my notes. It, is this Die Hard? <laughs> she lost her shoes i thought about that when she lost her shoes i was like if she walks on broken glass i'm just gonna turn this off (laughs) i maybe i would turn it on maybe i'd be more interested in this show if they just decided to become diehard uh you know so this was like they tried to make a lot of references i think that was a diehard reference right like she's there's no chance she's no chance they did that on accident no she she's injured she lives she limps yeah. around like John McClane. She puts on just the like boots. She puts, she on, puts the boots. on the boots. Yep. She does all the things. And then she right? loses the boots, yep. just like John McClane. There's yep. no way that entire thing wasn't some kind of It was of die definitely hard a diehard reference. Because later on, they reference Star Trek uh, 2, where she tells the weird story that only one person would understand. You know, like when he talks in code over the loudspeaker mm. that everybody can hear, she talks in code to Tilly. Although the code this I, time was like, I don't understand. Why do you need to go to the cells? Like what does fireworks on your birthday have to do with that? Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't pick up that that was a reference to Star Trek two, but you're totally right. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, while the bridge crew, uh, begins oh, to so the, begins yeah, so to run around no. the oxygen purge oh no no so no the, we have to do the osira while the bridge crew is talking about escaping and all that and michael's running around the ship osira goes we should clearly oh, this is say the, the goes to try to negotiate quote unquote with the federation and drops the bomb that she thinks that the emerald chain and the federation should become one entity and the entire time they were in that meeting room, I wanted to claw my ears off because her accent changes every three seconds. Mm. Pick something. <laughs> Stick with it. Don't be British one minute and American the next and whatever the else. There was at least four in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Me- yeah, so they they negotiate for a while. She presents a armistice treaty. She says that she will remove slavery from the colonies. She will. She's already convinced the Senate or whatever Osira. Yeah, what I, is in I charge. I sort of, of thought this was. I sort of thought she was like a warlord. I didn't really know there was yeah. like a Senate or whatever. It was kind very of, clearly uh, stated strange. that she was like a warlord uh, earlier on in this show, and then all of a Feels sudden, like there's a, like a government. It feels like there's a retcon there. It might have been. Um, whatever. It's a whatever. Yeah. It's a light retcon if if it is. Yeah. Um. 
Got to have bureaucracy somewhere, I guess. So Osira continues to negotiate all that stuff while Michael frees Stamets. And the regulators. And, oh, yeah. And she definitely gotta fight the regulators. shoots all the regulators who are Zara's buddies. Yes. Um, we get to finally see a Vulcan nerve pinch. Have we seen one ever in this show? I, okay. I actually noted that in my notes. I was like, is I couldn't remember if it's the first one. I think maybe she Spock did one probably did once. one. Right? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's certainly the first one this season, and it's been quite a while yeah. since the it, the last one. Because I think the only other really? time maybe was when they were escaping from Vulcan with Spock. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, it's but we haven't seen a Vulcan nerve pinch in a Dude, super Spock, long time. Spock, Spock used to use them all the freaking time, like literally I mean, I, episodes. I think, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, in the original series, I think it was, like, every episode or close. <laughs> Anytime they fought someone, yeah. everyone is doing, like, hitting people or whatever, and Spock walks over and nerve pinches the guy. And I think next comes my second favorite part of these two episodes. My first is them creating the Aurelio character and almost, almost nailing it. Yeah, it was very good. Um, my second is this moment where she airlocks Stamets. It was a good scene. It's a thousand percent a good scene, and it's a moment that is believable, right? She always does what she thinks is best. Mm -hmm. She always does it. <laughs> and so, like, the moment where she she does that, she finally, you can see the captaincy, you know, coming, right? Like, yeah. if she's able yeah. to airlock her friend to protect the entirety of the Federation and potentially kill their captain, her, and Stamets's ostensible, quote-unquote, child, as he is seeing Adira now, and mm -hmm. and Hugh, if she's willing to kill them off, right? Uh, right, to protect this yeah. uh, this thing, yeah. Yep. Um, pretty good moment. I was and Stamets, it was Stamets acted his butt off on that one. I... I have nothing bad to say about uh, anything in this scene. It was great. Yeah. I think the things that I have bad to say follow later. Oh, you mean the next, the only left remaining note I have, which is about the robots? Uh, I put in big caps, uh, F word, S word robots. Yeah. I, I wrote down like these, these robots, robots, these stupid, yeah, these stupid robots that only yeah, show up. These stupid robots that only show up when needed can suck s in my notes. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> stupid is not the word I wrote. Um, yeah, it, fun is also not the word I wrote. Yeah, uh, these man, I hate that. I hate the robots, Andrew. I hate them. I do not like green eggs and ham. I know. I do not like them, I, Sam. I am. I do only... not like them on a show. I do not want them here. Now go. <laughs> Yeah. Like I don't want the dumb robots. Please don't put them in my show. I they look out of place. They're horrible. They they act silly and cause everyone to do silly things that make no sense. And they just look bad. It looks like it's like some batteries not included thing in my Star Trek show in the future. This looks like it's from the 80s. What the heck? It looked like they tried to like, copy like Wally. The, cut the cut Eve. rate Johnny Five. It looked like they tried to copy Eve from Wally, and they got it wrong. 
It's terrible. Awful. They're, they Awful. only show up, they only show up to be CGI filler in scenes when, yep. when ostensibly they're needed. But if you actually think about it, they're not needed at all, except for one if, tiny little thing with OO. If you're going to CGI something, right? Yeah. Like, the, a lot of the scenes in the past when they've shown up, it has been little robots, like, doing work, repairing the ship or whatever, right? Yeah, but they're never you, there any other time. you know how time. you do that? You know how you do that without the little robots? Uh, CGI humans in yeah, space. Yeah, put humans, put, put humans out there. But, like, no other Star Trek show has needed these robots I mean, maybe they, their argument their argument is they no, just never showed them. How was the ship fixing itself without all these robots? There's so much damage. People, like, yeah, there I are know. people on I it, man. It. Yeah, I, I remember. I mean, you remember like Star Trek Two? That ship was wrecked, right? Yeah, that they didn't yeah, fix they that much that ship of it. Up real good. They didn't fix that much of it. But if these little robots had been there, they would have fixed all of it. That's what happened. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if if I don't get if, it, I just if, don't. If, look, if, if these robots ever show up in Strange New Worlds, I will turn the show off. Oh, buddy, I have a, a bad feeling. Okay, uh, guess because, I'll turn the show off. Because they showed up on the Enterprise already in Discovery. That's where we saw them first. Mm. They looked different. They were called Dot Sevens. I don't know what's what these ones are called. Uh, I mean, I call them bad. I call them terrible because literally they show up here to to get blown up. And here's where my, what did I tell you to remember earlier? Well, something about the sphere data. Yeah. It can't be deleted, right? Mm hmm. Uh huh. So Tilly says, are you the sphere data? And it says, hello, 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 greetings. Yeah. And all the robots are the sphere data. Mm -hmm. And then she says, oh, it downloaded to protect itself. I got to turn my microphone down here. Protect itself from what? Them deleting it, I guess. How? How? Because it said in this episode and before that they can't delete it. But they deleted a lot of it. See, there's only the movie left, Andrew. Because the rest of it downloaded into the robots. Oh, my God. See, not circular only, logic. Circular logic is great because you can never prove it wrong. You just circle back to the next thing. You know, and if, you go back around. If the sphere data was just in the computer, still, you could just use that Rin guy who uh, was already in the computer to tell the sphere data to decouple the nacelle. But then you don't have a fun scene of everyone choking to death for thirty minutes, and then Owo having to heroically run out of while she's out of breath and put a bomb on a shelf so owo is now the most developed bridge character i would say even more developed than tilly because they try to develop tilly through killy right uh and oh yeah tilly's the opposite of all this i don't really care owo i now know more about than i know about tilly tilly doesn't get along with her parents and she wants to be an officer owo i know grew up you know in africa she can hold her breath forever she can you know like i know a lot she did abalone she said she did abalone abalone diving diving. yeah there you go i learned Mm -hmm. something yep she can hold her breath for 10 minutes which is like a really long time that's really that's astronaut level like it's really 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 long. long yeah 
yeah. I uh, so don't my point here get it. is this I just is don't. And, okay, so here's the thing, right? It, all of this, they had to have this scene where Owo takes this bomb and goes they to don't, put it they don't go uh, to, on the thing. They don't do that until next time, right? Or do they do that here? Uh, no, this happens next time, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Let's yeah. talk about it, we're here. Uh, her placing the bomb at the end is literally just putting it on a shelf. Yep. Not even like they had, they had this cool room, all these like exciting things. You're like, oh man, this bomb is gonna be cool. Nope, she just sets it on a shelf. Yeah, why wouldn't you have to open some sort of like gantry passageway thing and stuff it inside of where the coils? No, are? you know, you put it on the bomb shaped shelf on the wall. That's where it needed to go. It's like a bad role play group, where it's like yeah. you find the keyhole. <laughs> Do you have the key? Like, it, thanks for describing is, it. The key is shaped like this hole. Mm-hmm. There's one right there. You could use it if you yeah, want. It's literally the DMs like <laughs> in your inventory. You might have something that shapes like a cog. The lock looks like a cog. It's like, yeah. oh my god, you didn't even make a roll for it. Yeah. Wow. It's just there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the robots are the end of that first of this uh, first episode. Yeah, the so. robots show up and they're like, "We're the robots," and then they blow up at the beginning of the next one. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Three good moments, and the rest of it is pure trash. Yep. Uh, oh, so the end of this is uh, Osira gets pissed because the admiral says, "Okay, we accept the ceasefire on one condition." Oh, you right, yeah. you appoint a independent person that will not report to you and you stand trial for your crimes. Right. If you truly want to move forward, if you want everyone to move forward, we'll make sure that, you know, your justice is done and that you're comfortable after, but if you want everyone to move forward, you need to be out of the picture. Yeah. And I I actually was really happy the admiral did that right because i feel like earlier in this show earlier in the season the admiral would have just taken the ceasefire and said great i think you're right and instead now that michael or the discovery crew or whatever had been around to inspire him to be like real starfleet he's asking the real starfleet thing yeah yeah it was a great moment i i thought it was well written i thought they thought that one through and that they developed this admiral into a, I mean, he even says to Michael in the final episode that she has pushed him into being a better mm-hmm. admiral. Yeah. And of course she's not into that and storms out because of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's okay. talk about the last one. I'm sorry uh, we're doing this, Andrew. Grudge, grudge is a queen. Yeah. Uh <laughs> You're you're I, leading us through this one because I don't I don't know if I can. How do you do feel it. about the Stamets erasure that happens in this episode? I don't know how I feel about cameras spinning every three minutes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna get even into the story of this. I don't know how uh, I feel about camera spin. Yeah. I bet you Oh man, it was directed by one of the guys I liked. That's too bad. 
Anyway, you know, so, sometimes you show a director a new thing, and then he just gets he likes it too much, yeah. or she likes it too much, and then Ugh. it's just like, oh no, they just really went over the board on this one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yep. Okay. Um, how do I feel about Stamets Erasure? Yeah, man. How do you feel that book basically took Stamets' job? Oh, that's so much later in the episode. I literally didn't realize that you were going that well, deep. Well, so I'm talking about the beginning, right? At the beginning, Stamets runs in and is like, you have to let me go back. I can save them. We could do it. And the Admiral's like, nope. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. And he's like, he's no. like, but, he's like, but, and you're just but like, my no, family. Dude. He's like, nah, I know what you're sacrificing, but you need to go on this transport. See you later. Yeah, he's like, bye. And he's yeah. like, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that, that, I think, is the last time we see Stamets this whole episode. Until the, the end when he uh, dirty eyeballs uh, his new captain. At uh, the very end. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, okay. So, Michael and uh, get Michael is captured right after all the. Yeah, everybody gets captured. Osira breaks through. Well, we. We start off, um, we actually start the episode off on the holograph, but I guess we can just split the episode into kind of like parts differently. Um, so oh, Mike- yeah, they, they go, so they go back and forth a lot here between the, the stuff yeah. happening with Sukal and Saru and Hugh yeah. and yeah. Odira and Gray. Get someone. And Gray. Sukal. Over there. Yeah. All those four. Four? Four. Yeah. So yeah. apparently Gray is like kind of real. I guess he's trapped between life and death. Because uh, I mean that's yeah, that's what they're implying here, right? It's very very strange because the the hollow projectors somehow pick him up and project him yeah. as real, right? So we get to see Gray and well Hugh and and Saru and everybody get to see Gray as real, and he shows up as a Vulcan. <laughs> yeah. You know, even though he's a trill, which right. I thought was funny. I mean, yeah. Uh, what is, uh, I mean, what is Odira here? I don't know what they are. I have no idea. They, they just sort of painted her up. There. Yeah, they just, it was like, weird. Painted her with like cool tribal paint and stuff. And it's like, all right, you're one of these. And it's like, wait, 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 what is this? I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. Um, And then Saru says he's going to make a Kelpian meal for Sukal and they're oh, going right, to yeah. they're going to push Sukal to realize the things that are true because they need to have him shut down the hall. Right, so okay. that they can so that they can turn the thing off so that they can get out when yeah. discovery comes back, right? Yeah. So why on earth mm. and in space <laughs> would you good, call they're not on earth, so that's that's a good one. Would you call your mom and be like, I'm going to die, and I'll never see you again, but maybe I'll see Dad in the afterlife wherever I'm going. And your mom sends a whole fleet for you. And then you're just like, uh, nah, we're going to peace because I can save this ship without any help. Even though I'm captured and my crew is captured. Uh, Wait, or what are die. we talking about now? Uh, so I got confused. Okay, so we change topics. Yeah, 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 we're we're back on on Burnham, right? Burnham and Book okay. and Burnham and Book are oh. captured. They well, okay. You're talking got, about the, the part where Michael is call your mom. Right, 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 right. Okay, so Michael yeah. called her mom last. Why episode. did she do that? I don't know. My, Michael called her mom last episode and was like, "I'm gonna die," 
uh, and I'll see you and dad in the afterlife, right? And so, so this episode, we finally get Book, Rin, and Michael are captured on the bridge. And uh, there's a whole fleet there, but Michael's like, nah, you just, you just, we're just going to go. And you save the fleet, and I'll, I'll save the ship. And everybody's like, wait, what? But no, they just peace out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, lame. Weird. Why? I don't understand why? why, why we, why we even mentioned the Navarre fleet showed up. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why all? did we even do that? There was, there was whole, no point. There was literally zero point in any of that. And why, like, what motivation does Michael have here to tell them not to shoot at them? Yeah. Like, I don't. Why does she go along with what Odira says? Oh, I she's going to torture her book. Uh, yeah, I that's. I yeah, don't get she any is. of it. Guess what? She was going to do it anyway. Yeah. There's no reason to go along. Like, it's literally yeah. just complete. And there's no way Michael doesn't know that, too. I get yeah. Well, like, she does, because clearly she makes a move, right, to free him. Uh, Rin gets blasted in the face. Oh, yeah. And then, and then Book gets tortured with a neural thing because he's a Quajon. It's super bad. Uh, but Aurelio finally says... Hey man, this seems bad. Hey, you're kind of like not being cool. Um, this is not what you should do. You should let my truth serum just work. And she chokes him out. Osira chokes him out. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the end of Aurelio. We don't see him again until the end. Am I uh, wrong? She said the way she said it was like you won't wake up next time. Oh right. So, right, right. But I'm just saying like the, Aurelio's done yeah. in this episode at this point. That's yeah. You don't see him again, really. But that's till the end. Yeah. Um, sad because he. I like him more than the people. Who yeah, I wish that he had <laughs> been around to like help out or something. That'd been cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to point uh, out that uh, your prophecy comes true because I hear them talk about transport jammers uh, at one point here. Uh-huh, uh yeah. In this, they talk about it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every every five minutes, you now have to talk about transport jammers. Because mm-hmm. why wouldn't we just transport? Oh, because transport jammers. Because we have to yep. explain it every single time now. So yep. dumb. Don't yep. do this stuff. And it's the same problem with the stupid robots. If the robots mm-hmm. are there all the time, look, I'll concede that the robots are there all the time. If you know the robots are there all the time, why don't you create an army of robots to go down to the nacelles and turn them off for you? I mean, it certainly seems like they should have handed the robots the bomb and said, Just go do this. Go and do then this. they all could have suffered in the corridor alone. It would have been done in half the time because they wouldn't have had to like run out of oxygen on their way there. Yeah, they wouldn't have been worried about the, the mission being completed at the end. It would have been fine. Oh, but you know. But that's sad. Then we wouldn't have gotten the fun story. There's a magnetic field, though, JJ. There's a magnetic field. So this is the problem, right? The things are there. The tools are there. You can just use the tools. But why can't the robots do it? Because magnetic fields, JJ. But then apparently it's not because the robots can pull her out. So how do the robots ever fix the nacelles? So what is the point of the robots if they can't go places and fix stuff? I mean, I guess they don't fix themselves. Oh, my God. We better never see them in there ever again. Oh, my God. And, you know, you know, now it makes you think back to the beginning of this entire season where they're where they added these stupid detachable nacelles to the ship. Mm -hmm. 
and you're like, did they add them for this exact moment? Did they add detachable nacelles so that they could blow up the nacelle without blowing up Discovery? I mean, there's a non-zero chance you're right, and I really hate that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and actually, like, the more I think about it, the chance is, like, kind of high, and I'm really becoming depressed. Uh-huh. I... I don't understand why writers do this. You create a problem that you then have to solve. That never, ever I think this happens because people are working backwards, right? Sometimes. I think that... Definitely. Because I, I have encountered problems like this in engineering when we start with a solution and move back rather than starting with like the requirements and building up the solution from there. And I think that instead of starting at the beginning of the story and writing it out to the end, they had places they wanted to get at the end and worked backwards. Right. And so that's how you get stuff like, Oh shoot, we got to throw in somewhere here that, so we can blow up this nacelle. What do we do? All right. In episode two, we're going to do a thing where they talk about how we give it detachable nacelles now. That'll be a cool shot. Yeah, CGI. All right, everyone loves this. Great. And then, yeah, you end up with what we got. Dang. But you know how really complicated this got? Out. Just because they created these things that didn't need to exist? These robots showed up because of a CGI scene in a ship battle that was kind of dumb to begin with. In a, yeah, a previous I mean, season yeah. of this show, yeah, and then they right, had that, to add them that everywhere. Ship battle was dumb. They didn't have the robots. Oh dumb. my god! They didn't have these robots the first two seasons of Discovery. Mm-hmm. They put at, them in that one short then, trek, though. I'm sure people care that about yeah, that, right? Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Um. I just I when we got to this point and the robots couldn't go into the nacelle because of the magnetic field, but the sphere data was going to risk it all to help Owo because the sphere data was in the robot now instead of in the computer where it can't be deleted. Mm-hmm. And you realize the detachable nacelle is there so they can blow it up without damaging the ship. And the robot, it's just like this layers of idiocy. Mm-hmm. I got so depressed and I, I almost, I just stopped caring in the middle of this. I really did. Um, I like that they, so we're talking about like Owo's little mission here and the, uh, at the beginning, Tilly proposes this as a suicide mission. Uh, and I just immediately wrote down suicide mission in quotes because no one will die. And I was correct. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 at this point, um, was pretty depressed. Burnham says she doesn't believe in no win situations and freeze book, uh, pretty easily like nobody was even paying yep. attention yep. or whatever and then oh no hold on though we got to talk about uh wait is that here or later that was a little earlier maybe, actually maybe this is later where they talk about his body having a genetic connection to subspace oh no that's a little later okay I'm that's after early. that's after they uh eject the warp core that's during the tardigrade discussion on the bridge Okay. 
Yeah, we still have to get to the actual confirmation, and this is literally where I stopped taking notes, that Sukal caused the burn by screaming. Because yes. Because he's a, what do they call him, a poly what? Poly- I don't know, some word. Um, because his body has the genetic connection to subspace. Poly- That's polyploid. Yeah. An individual yeah. with more than two copies of their chromosomes. And somehow it means that because he was on this dilithium planet, he has a genetic connection to subspace. So when he yells, apparently it goes over subspace. What? What? Let me give you an example of things that are polyploids. Are you ready? Plants. Fish. Frogs. Those are things that are polyploids. Okay. So, I mean, you know. Kelpians, I guess. They're kind of planty. Yeah, sure. How, how does that... A no frog has ever croaked at me and knocked me down. Well, but you don't have a genetic connection to subspace, Andrew. See, that's the thing. And also grew up on a planet of dilithium somehow, which is a thing that apparently affects this in some way that they don't explain. Yeah, I really... Uh, the. The resolution of so the actual resolution of the Sue call stuff, I actually didn't mind that much. The I, fact that he is the source of the burn, I do mind because it's dumb. And yeah, the just, resolution like, of Sue call no is sense. actually pretty good. Um, it's good acting. Some of the better part it's, of the episode, it's one of, it's, yeah. like him confronting his demon, right, and turning mm-hmm. off the thing and watching the message from his parents. All that was palatable um, and yeah. would have been a good resolution, but like magic kid screams and causes everything in the galaxy to explode versus kid gets really angry and smacks controls for a deflector dish and causes burn. Which yeah. one I mean, would you they, take if you needed, were given the option? What they needed to say here, right? Was like, you know, it, there are a lot of things they could have done instead of this, but whatever they didn't do it. So we have to live with the fact that, he somehow magically himself is the one who caused it. Being a frog gives you the ability to blow up every dilithium in the universe. Well, no, being a frog and growing up on a planet full of dilithium, Andrew, you forgot that part. You have to do both. I literally stopped taking notes. I stopped because I knew this was coming. Obviously you knew. Uh, They they told you basically two two episodes ago. ago. Yeah. They told you two episodes ago, but I was hoping there was some explanation or coming for why he could do it other than like, uh, he's part of the planet. Science. I guess this there, is this another reach back to like Spock growing up on, um, what's that planet called? Eden or whatever. Mm. And, you know, cause he was like, he grew really fast cause he was on the, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, are you talking about the uh, was it Search Genesis Spock, planet? The Genesis planet, yeah, uh, yeah. Is this uh, like a Genesis no. planet reference? I don't know because he, this guy's like 125 years old. I just don't get it. I don't. I don't get how you don't come up with a better explanation than I'm going to use the word polyploid. I don't know. It sounds like space magic, like whatever. It's like they could have said tachyons, right? Would you have felt better about that? I, he was exposed to so many tachyons that it altered his body, and now he was uh, able to communicate with subspace on a genetic level. 
It's the same thing. It's that they use a different word. Does it make you feel better now? No, right? Because it's still a bad explanation. <laughs> yeah, no, it's still bad. It's like... It's like they used a medical term instead of a science or a, like, uh, astrophysics term or something. Meh. Like, it's equally magical to me, right? I like, don't, in terms yeah, of space I, science. I, so. I just... I was... And maybe I was holding hope that we would come to some sort of different conclusion that maybe the screaming coincided with something else or so, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, it did coincide with something, but not something like, you know, science yeah. related. Yeah. No, it was yeah. just, it was just the screaming. Yeah. Ugh. I stopped yeah. taking notes. Terrible. Here. You're going to have to get us through the rest of this. Well, guess what? There's not a lot. So, um, we get a lot more of insane starship interiors back on the ship. I hate the like turbo lift interiors, turbo lifts that, apparently this giant hollow insides of all these ships now, which no one ever knew about. Oh, we've talked about this before and no, I know we've talked about it before, but I'm just saying that it's never shown up anywhere else. Uh, I mean, it is actively shown not to be true based on every other schematic of every starship ever. Yeah. Uh, and like all the episodes where, uh, I mean, our good friend, Jean-Luc Picard climbs in through a turbo lift shaft, which is referred to as a shaft. (laughs) <laughs> they just don't make any sense. It just doesn't. No, yes. it makes no sense yes, at all. He does call, crawl through a turbo lift shaft, by the way. And mm-hmm. uh, I know. And they just don't Jaka. like having the. <laughs> That's a good Star Trek That's episode. A great Star Trek episode. Um, but the, then they're on rails, and they just sort of go every which way. And you're like, you're built a starship. They go in straight it's a lines. Vader. They look like Wonka Vaders. Yeah. Like from the Willy Wonka they're movies. So they're just stupid. flying up, down, left, right, diagonal. It's so no dumb. Sense. I just can't it's even hold back anymore about this. No, it's so why? dumb. Why should you? It's stupid. I, I, uh, and then they, they take uh, – there's a bunch of fighting here. There's a lot of fighting going on for the rest of the episode. Just assume in between everything I talk about, there's a bunch of fighting. Yeah. Uh, one of these elevators takes them to the data core. Um which is a room we've never seen before either. Uh-huh. That has a bunch of tape drives apparently. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh I you know there's a fight scene in there somehow and then um Burnham pulls some tapes and plugs them back in to like reboot the ship. That was her thing. Woohoo. So that they're back they're back in control now. Yay. But, uh but at a rate. Yeah. You, you missed how um how what that happens in the data core to Osira. Oh, they, they shoot her? She hides in a what? What did she hide in? Some oh, sort she of... didn't hide, right? Like, it was the... Uh, who knows? First off, who knows what it was? Nothing is ever explained. But it's like one of those, like... Uh, it looked like a... Uh, like a... Those those things that they use for screens or touch screens in yeah. both ship that are like those... Yeah. Those, like, malleable control <sighs> things or whatever. Uh-huh. It, looked, it looks like Os- o- Osira is trying to drown Burnham in the wall, essentially. Yeah, so Burnham goes into the wall and then shoots her way out of the wall into Osiris' face. Yes. And that's the end uh, of Osiris. Osiris, yeah. Um, Unlike you, I never quit. Yeah. That's what that's the death comms from Burnham to Osiris. I know what she said. Unlike um, you, I never quit. Just uh, and book, book. I think sometimes throws Zara out of an elevator doing. and says she's a queen. Yeah, 
I sometimes think the writers of this show think they're making a different show than they are. I wonder if they realize I think we're just watching a different show than we think we are. Because I think there are a lot of people that love this. Do they? Yeah. And I just don't get it anymore. I, I was I stood by this thing and was positive up until these two episodes. Yeah. But man, it just just keeps going. It just keeps going. So anyway, we, we got to talk, talk about, about the, more stuff. Got to talk about more stuff. How the Viridian sucked in the ship. By the way, we didn't even talk about that. Uh the, look, there's nothing to talk about with that man. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Uh, we got what we do need to talk about though is that apparently, uh, book can like feel the spores or whatever, and and do that. Oh now. yeah. So, like, so we just, uh, we just got uh, Stamus just like R.I.P. his job forever basically. Yeah. So what was the explanation? Aurelio says, "Oh, you know, uh, Quajons are like so empathic that I bet he doesn't even need tardigrade DNA." talk to the entire mycelial network yeah he can just like think about them you could just like go there and ask them and i you know i then had this thought jj Mm -hmm. this is thought number two going back to you know nacelles being the thought thought number one number two didn't we at one point discover that using the spore drive was killing the mycelial network and harming every living entity inside so wasn't that related to a thing from the first or second season? Hugh was in there, and then they went in there to get him, and the spores were like, every time you jump in here, you're killing us. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that that's true. If you know if it's true or not, you can defend Star Trek Discovery to us at podcast.wewaregamers.com. But it seems like an empath that can connect with everything in the universe would be upset if that were true. Yeah. Anyway, book. Go- I don't know what's. Go- I don't know what's going on with that. Anyway, book. Um, book, book get in the cube, just- man. Yeah, but it's, it- Shinji. <laughs> Fly the robot. Shinji? (laughs) Go, Shinji. Get in the robot, Shinji. Book, get in the cube. Um, But I don't want to get in the cube. Get in the cube! Um, Oh, Shinji. It's going to be some of that, uh, I suspect, coming up. Uh, And I don't know. Then they, they, uh, you know, you you get the resolution of Sukal after this. and um, Oh, yeah. So Sukal finally confronts his demons, Mm -hmm. literally. Yep. Uh, yeah, his mom died. That was it. <laughs> and then yep, he, that was it. And then he made the burn. Yep. He feels bad about it, though. Apparently, so that's like something. Yeah. He wants to help fix everything if they get out of there alive. Which, oh no, the ship is going to explode in three, two, prepare for transport. Wait, oh. we're going to wait until exactly the last second, even though the transporters are instantaneous now. Yeah. Eh, you know. Yeah. Is what it is. All right, let's talk about the important stuff here at the end. What do you think about that new uniform? I like it. They got all, the whole Beard crew outfitted now in the new uniform. It reminds me of... the third time they've changed uniforms in this show. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, Maybe. You know what? It reminds me of 
the in a weird way it reminds me of the the maroons the maroons the ones from the movies the maroon uniforms from the oh i see in a yes in a weird way it reminds me of those but they also integrated the like engineering and all that stuff into it too they got like a little swash of color here on the shoulder like down through the shoulder it's weird weird though because i look at it and i'm like i kind of like that but it also kind of looks a little fascisty it i i it has a very clean look a lot like the admirals see this is the thing that i thought about you're right the admirals but when i look at the admirals his looks very sharp because it's got a lot of white on it yeah because the color right because the color is like gray and white and gray and white and there's a lot of it he has a little red i think around the neck maybe but like yeah and so his looks super sharp but what it is i think it's also because all the scenes and the backgrounds he's in are like super bright white lit yeah, and Discovery is kind of a dark and gray and, and uh and um like saturated, is that the right word? I don't know. Is what his the, white I don't is, know what is the, red. His is red and like has white trim all over it, right? I think, yeah. yeah. Or gold. And it's got no, like I striping think. on it that theirs don't doesn't have. Yeah. Doesn't have, your theirs don't have any striping. And also sure. he's like got gray hair, so it kind of matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have as much white as I was thinking, but it definitely has red and then white striping. And I don't hate it. I it's, I don't hate it. Uh, I thought it looked good on him. I, it's a little bit. I think it looks. I don't like it on Burnham too much. I don't think it looks. It's not a super that, flattering color on her. She looks better yeah. in blue. Agreed. I think the uh, I liked the uh, as as she walks in, you know, and the last scene or whatever. Uh huh. And the all the crew is there all in the uniforms i liked it in the medical colors where you could see like the or the blue oh yeah yeah that was good look like the the blue medical colors or whatever yeah um, but i didn't like it on the the like engineering colors or the command colors and i was like oh hmm. yeah um yeah, we talk about the uniforms on the show so i figure it's like that's the important stuff no yeah we about. should uh i like I like talking about uniforms. Um, and like eventually, finally, Michael is going to be the captain, right? That's the yeah. So she has it. a nice conversation with with the admiral about like what what it could mean. It's just weird that like her uniform, yeah, it looks really frumpy when she sits down. It's not. Yeah, it, it's like a it's a weird look, right? They're not they're not good when they sit down. They look good standing. I'm looking at like the scene where she walks in. But like she needs, you know what I didn't maneuver. notice before. She now? needs the card maneuver, right? She has to pull. She's got to pull. It. Yeah, she's got to pull it down. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't notice this before, JJ. I have to, I have to lower my grade on these. They are not as good as the maroons. If you look at this picture, well, this, I mean, I was this is going to tell you they weren't as good as the maroons. I, I knew that. <laughs> Look, they're never nothing's going to be as good as the Maroons to me. Uh, I know Maroons you like you like different ones better. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. We've been through this. You could go back to uh the subspace transmissions. Um one of the so, earlier ones where no, we did this. But you yeah. can you can go to the list in YouTube if you're interested in our discussion on this. Okay, I'm uploading the picture. Look look, I didn't notice this before. Uh okay. it, on YouTube, on. look, on YouTube there's a playlist. Go back. There's a whole episode about uniforms. It's fantastic. It's a, one of our most fun ones. God, I hope we can do something like that again after this episode. 
Look at this. Yeah. It's uneven on the bottom, JJ. Oh, oh, oh my God. You're right. All of them are. That's intentional. all uneven on the bottom. I hate this now. I hate it now. I hate this. Who would do this? Throw this uniform in the trash. I like Burn that. I like all that. All of them. Book doesn't have one. Book doesn't have one either. That's great. Well, and look, yeah. look at. They're all wearing tennis shoes. They're tennis shoes with boot tops strapped to them. That's okay. So you know what this is, though. This is. They don't have a budget to make them boots, and so this is how they did this. No, this is we want everybody You're to be not, comfortable. Yeah, we're not showing you the uh this is the like this is on someone took a still, right? And this was a one second scene. You're of not course. supposed to notice. Sure, you're not supposed to I wonder if next season they'll have updated some of this stuff. But like, oh man, Detmer looks so bad in this because her headpiece matches the gray. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, that looks real bad. I don't, I don't want this to, I don't want this to sound bad, but book looks the best, obviously. Um, cause he's not wearing the uniform. He's not, <laughs> he's not wearing the uniform. Look at his face. He hates this uniform. Look at him. He's like, <laughs> he looks he's stupid. Like, he's like, really? Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, God, I this think sucks. The more I stare I, at it, it sucks more. As I said, I think it only looks good in the blue color, which it, in, from the screenshot you posted, uh, you can only see Odira here uh, with the blue. Oh, yeah. It, the yellow color looks terrible on every single person. Yeah. Why are they all? Uh... And the red color doesn't look good either. Does this mean Tilly is XO now for real? I mean, that's what the this is what this implies. But you would think that more people would have this red color because. aren't more? Well, I guess not all the bridge people have to be red, right? A lot of them are, are yellow. That's. That yeah. tracks with what happens in the next generation. Yeah. So, Stamets looks pissed still in this photograph. Well, uh, I mean, he wasn't too happy even by the end of the episode. So, I think we're that tracks him. Him looking pissed uh, tracks with how uh, that resolves. So, we're gonna have to have a conversation beginning of next season about you know, Captain's got to do what she's got to do, buddy. You, yeah, you may not like the decision, but it was the right one. Yeah, it was really the only one. Uh, Look, I can't can't blame her, but we have one more discussion to have before the end, Andrew. Let's fly. Let's fly. Um, I let's fly to get some signature gelato. Apparently, (laughs) literally a quote in this show after saying, "Unlike you, I don't give up." She's a queen. After throwing someone out of the elevator, we're gonna get thanked with signature gelato. I like that. You know what? Since we're talking about food, I really, really liked that when Osira talk about signature gelato. Oh, at the very end of this, they're talking about how they need to go escort the Dilithia mining ship all the way, and then they said that a starbase was going to thank them with signature gelato. Uh, I I loved that when Osira and the Admiral were talking. That he's like, you know, we're eating our own poop, right? (laughs) That scene actually. It made me laugh actually out loud. Yeah, and she's like, uh, they don't taste as good as the real thing. Yeah, it's because it's poop. <laughs> you know, it's, it's recycled excrement. They do their best, but like, it really doesn't taste yeah. as good and as then, the And then she's like, she well, just like spits the apple She out. spits it out, and he's like, well, it is the most ethical way to make food. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not as good tasting, but it is ethical. And she's, 
she just like looks at him ah oh, that's pretty great good. part of that scene it's pretty good all right let's but fly let's, let's fly how do we feel i don't know i don't know you were just, it, they don't have a warp I, core how can they go anywhere ah you assumed that the little robots fixed it there you go see jeez <laughs> They didn't use the spore drive, so how, how have they not moved the entirety of the Federation to that nebula to protect that planet? That's what I want to know. Shouldn't the entire I mean, fleet be saying, let's fly? I mean, you would think, I mean, they're sending a mining ship there like day two, so they're at least on top of it, right? Sure. Yeah. Let's fly is not terrible. She's not going to say it every time, though. So what is she going to no, say when they need to warp in the middle of an emergency? Fly, you fools. Fly, you fools. <laughs> warp, warp five, you fools. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I, yeah. I get it. I don't know. I just... I was so done before some of this stuff at the end here. Saru left. We didn't even mention Saru left oh, for yeah. Kaminar. Saru <laughs> and Sukal are taking time off to go be buddies on Kaminar. Buds on Kaminar or whatever. We just got to show them how it is. Like the, the I get it. I okay. think that it's it's good that the show acknowledges that Saru doesn't give a rat anymore about the ship, and so they need to put him on Kaminar. Right, the like way he, they made it sound was it was temporary, though. Like, he didn't say that he was never coming back. I think, though, that the implication here is, like, the Admiral's like, yeah, but if he does, I don't really... I need a captain, right? And, like, Saru was all right, but he was not a great captain. Yeah. I, I mean, look, they needed to open the chair for Michael, right? Yeah. Uh, it does have the effect, though, of removing all the aliens from the show. Oh, no, man. Look at the picture I sent you. There's one alien on the cropped out edge of the frame. And Book's an alien, technically. Hold on. Where's the, where is the alien He's here? He's got his little eyeballs there on the on the far right. Little green man there. You send me a different picture? To the right of Detmer in the uniform picture that I sent you. Oh, this picture scrolls. I wasn't scrolling. Oh. Okay. You're right. Yeah. There's an alien man. There's there. one alien man. Okay. We're okay. And, and books. Star Trek can proceed. It has one alien. Books an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Not wrong. I mean, he's as much of an alien as some of the people. Uh, like, uh, Kira in DS9 is an alien too, but also, like, nice. Yeah, she's got right. little ridges on her nose. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know what? I Book counts then, right? I shouldn't be. Yeah. By Star Trek standards, book counts. So, uh huh. I wonder if we're going to see a Klingon next season. Oh, you know, uh, they got in. They said that a... Navarre and Trill are trying to rejoin. So, wouldn't they then be like, "Hey, Klingon"? Although, although, the... oh, oh wait, or did it blow up? I don't know. Such a weird timeline. Maybe they don't want to show the Klingon thing because, because that's it's where so jacked up that they don't want to know. They don't want section to... thirty-four or whatever Michelle Yeoh's show is going to be. Yeah, and they don't. Want to, they don't want to know 
Honestly, they've but... jacked with the timeline so much. I would not be surprised if they never show a Ro- like. Well, no, they showed the Romulans. They definitely kept yeah, yeah, that. They, they kept that. So they'll try and parse through what happened with the Klingons. I wonder what they'll look like. Well, I, I just more meant that the uh, the Michelle Yeoh show hasn't shot yet, so they yeah. don't know how it's going to resolve. So they can't write it into this, which takes place in the future of that. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Unless her thing is going to be time traveling, in which case, then who cares? I don't think so because that's illegal. Then the then you got to Carl or whatever. Look, man, you don't want to get back into uh, Enterprise and like the end of that. How all the time war and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you certainly don't want to, but it seems like these writers want to create problems for themselves. So here you go. I just have never seen some buddy write so many problems for themselves and uh, you know george martin george martin is not the super i mean he's very very good but like people act as if he's like gonna be the only writer that has ever written anything of importance or whatever i I mean i have i think there are a lot of extremely legitimate criticisms of the last two books boom game there it is uh there's uh, the first three books are maybe some of the best fantasy literature. And you know ever what's written. great about those first three and books? Every book after those books is like a meandering mess. You know what's great about those three books? He didn't. I don't think he knew at that point who wins, and so no one has plot oh, no. armor. He doesn't have to create anything to keep people alive. But yeah. God forbid somebody on the bridge crew die. We got to create seven different things that we then have to interior to this show retcon because we had to save this person from a problem we created two episodes ago but if we save them again with that thing then this problem it's just like you've pretzeled yourself eight times over and you're now living inside of a knot that you'd need maniac mcgee to untie yeah it's a it's a problem i don't know what they're you know they're filming a season four. I think they've already said, or they're going to start. Oh, this, this was season four. So there's still me. No, this was season, season three. three. Sorry. Season three. Season three. So th- there will be a season four for this. They're they already filming. Said. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what that's like. Um, yeah. Well, this is a big pause now. There's no, no shows until August. I think is yes, when I think, I think the original plan would have been, for, oh, definitely for for right now for there to be a show, for there to be a show right now. But COVID obviously screwed everything up for everyone yeah. everywhere because they didn't and want so, what's yeah. going to happen to happen where I suspend my Paramount Plus for a couple months. I mean, yeah, I mean you get get a good six months here of no Paramount Plus, right? Like, yeah, it's at least uh, like thirty bucks. Yeah, I can't blame you. I mean, uh, I have everything else. I have all the movies. I have all the other shows. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason I need to say subscribed to this. Yep. Uh, yeah. Even yeah. for this yeah. podcast, I don't need to. And like, you know, even, you know, it, man, because like, what if, what if now they were starting another season of Lower Decks? I'd be psyched. Oh, after watching this, I'd be like, oh, go thank God Lower Decks is back. Because my God, what a yeah, disaster. I don't. I've been really kind to this show in a lot of places that we shouldn't. I think I was, uh, after season one, I was like, eh, this is kind of weird. And then season two had like some real ups and downs. And we, I liked a l- several parts of season two quite a bit. Yeah. 
and some of it a lot less. Yeah. And then this season was a lot of more up and down, but more downs than up, I think. And it ended on a really bad note. And I think that's the, it is souring the taste of the parts that I did like because it ended in such a terrible way. What a mess. I wish we could be more positive. I, I, yeah. I've always tried to be I positive. Don't like, I don't like watching this show and then dumping on it because I like what I would do normally is I would just watch this and go like, man, and then just turn this off and go do something else. Right. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't, I feel bad coming on here and just talking like a bunch of mess about the show, but like, I don't have a lot of positive things to say about it. Like I have things I wish that they had done instead, but I can't say they didn't do that. Right. We got to talk about the thing that it is. Yeah. We have to talk about the thing that it, it was. And, and I mean, I would love for, to talk to these people because like we, in the first three minutes of us talking this episode, we were like, well, what if you hadn't done this, 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 then this, all these problems would have gone away and like five minutes into the first episode. Oh my God. Personal transporters are going to be a big problem. Yeah. And and lo and behold, you spend two episodes and you, and forever from now on in this show, spend time Mm -hmm. every single time saying I can't transport. Ugh, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, man. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't want to keep dumping on it. I, I still, as a whole, enjoyed a lot this season. That episode, the episodes with Michelle Yeoh's character, were fantastic. Agreed. I mean, they're just they're just so hit and miss this season. So yeah. hit and miss. Like I said, I, it really is unfortunate that the end was such a downer because I think it casts a pall, like a bad shadow, on the rest of the the parts of the season we did like. Right? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I mean, it, you can't separate it from from what it is. You know, we just have to we're here. We can't, you know, we wish we were somewhere else. Well, we can't be, unfortunately. I think so. what we should do then is talk about the future of this pod for a little bit until Laura Dex is yeah. back. Um, just for a minute, I think maybe to get this bad taste out of our mouth, we should go back to doing an episode just one time or so. And then we can do some okay. off brand stuff like uh, pick in. Picking a you know best whatevers, uh, okay. one or two times, and then by then it'll be August. But you know maybe some DS nine would get us back in the mood for some Trek. Love some DS nine, man. All right, Love we'll we'll DS9. keep the episode a surprise. We'll tweet it out a little bit beforehand so people can watch it. Oh, good idea, good idea. But we'll we'll pick it and then we'll we'll tweet it out. And until okay. then. I think that does it because I, I can't think about this anymore. Well, if people want to contact us about it and talk and find some defense here, uh, you can send that to podcast at weweregamers.com. That's our email address, and we will certainly uh, read and perhaps talk about your opinion. I would love to. I, I would if someone has. I, I think that when people say stuff that is negative, very often no one changes their mind about anything. This is a f- with something we do for fun. This is people's entertainment, and you should not form opinions without hearing from other people, right? Like, if someone has defense for this type of stuff that we missed, go for it, and we'll debate it. That sounds great. Because I like Star Trek. I want to enjoy it. 
Yeah, I, I wonder, like, is this their attempt to get people that don't like Star Trek to watch Star Trek by making it not like Star Trek? I just don't, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't grab anybody that I know of that doesn't watch Star Trek. They'd be like, oh, this is Star Trek. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, it's, it's a, they, already, they already know. Anyway. Too. Anyway. Anyway. All right, uh, so that you can do that. You can find this podcast uh, wherever fine podcasts are distributed. And we're on social media at We Were Gamers on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and everything else. Please follow us on all those places. Uh, yeah. Man, until next time. What's that? That one works. Okay, hold on. I think I fixed the other ones while we were talking. Let's see. It's actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. I heard that's amazing. You you only heard that's amazing? That's the only thing that came to No, through? no. I heard the whole thing. Oh, it's okay. just, it's like, it's... Is it garbled? The, no. Wait, so hit it again. It's actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I hear the whole thing. It... it does he start with like a little hmm or something in his mouth? Like, yeah. Okay. But he then, says yeah, like, I'm, oh, I'm not even mad. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. I hear that. Whole that's, time. I use that as my death comms in, uh, in, cause when you kill somebody in Warzone, you can hear them for about eight seconds if they have a mic on. Okay. So I just click that. Mm-hmm. And then I have, I also have this one for when we jump out of the airplane. It's been an honor serving with you all. Autobots, roll out! Eh. Too long, huh? I just hate those movies. I know. That's the best part. The best part is that it's a bad movie? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I got them working again. You should get the... uh, Okay, well, I'm taking suggestions. So far, I have... I have to make them for... You need to get the Quad City DJs slam in there somehow. What? What is that? You know, uh, from Space Jam, man. Oh, get up and jam. Come on and slam. To- Come on I don't and know. slam. There's the part. There, there's the part uh, I feel like that's one that that you could use. I don't know where you'd put it. Okay. See, I'm taking suggestions. So, so Space Jam is popular again. Is my point. So because I have I have more that I have to add. I took suggestions last night, and I have. Uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, that's useful. Uh, good prank, Farva. Uh, get off the shed. Leroy Jenkins. Oh, Leroy's good. Yeah, sure. Not today. I grabbed the entire quote bank from the Firebat and Marine just to see what I could grab out of there. I'm sure there's some good ones. Okay. Welcome to the good. Rock. Oh, welcome to the rock. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta look up the regular ones, like rim shots and stuff. I think uh, it's more fun to have weird ones than ones that everyone knows. Yeah, but you gotta use the rim shot ironically. You don't use it when something's actually funny. No, what you need for that is crickets. When something's actually funny. 
No, when it's not funny. Oh. You don't play the rim shot when it's not funny. You play the like, ee, 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 crickets. That's that's what that's for. <laughs> I'm glad we had the same opinion because I just couldn't Dude. hold it together anymore. There's no, no, no reasonable person could have a different opinion, which is why I said that if someone wants to email us, we could tell them they're wrong because uh, they would be. I'd listen for five minutes, but I just don't know what the defense is. I will read the email. And happily uh, debate it on its merits. Its merits will be wrong. <laughs> but hey, actually, I'm I not will... even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Have a good day. Say hey to everyone. We'll do.